0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Help, I'm Going to a Dinner Party, the podcast that helps you navigate through more complex conversations if the topics have moved away from small talk and the Yankees or nice weather we're having just doesn't cut it anymore. I'm Molly Evan, your host. crash course in complex conversation topics leads us into the wonderful world of political science. I know what you're thinking, oh no, not politics. But don't worry, this isn't the normal political conversation where debates turn into arguments, because let's face it, no one wants to talk about that over dinner with their in-laws or with their boss's wife. I want to discuss a few of the important voices that have impacted the entire fields of public policy and public administration and in turn political science. Public policy is a large bucket to dip into with many many different opinions and important people and we certainly don't have the time to discuss them all. So I just want to begin with a few influencers that have devoted their lives to the mechanics of public policy in Western society. The political scientists we'll be reviewing today are Aaron Woldavsky, Alan Schick, James G. March, and Robert Gooden, or as he likes to go by, Bob. Each of these men are known for their theories and insights under the massive umbrella of what we like to call public policy or political science. So let's begin by first examining the different thoughts and theories of each of these men. Let's begin our discussion with Aaron Wildavsky. He was a professor at UC Berkeley and in fact he actually began their public policy school. In 1969 he was the dean and the school was kind of a first of its kind. Um, At the time, politics and economics were separate studies, and Woldavsky saw the value of interdisciplinary studies. He wanted to combine economics and history, sociology, and of course politics for a more well-rounded program. Nowadays, it seems obvious that those things would intertwine, but back then it was kind of unheard of. It's also important to know that Woldavsky promoted the idea of policy analysis. He believed that analyzing public policies was not only good, but it was necessary for social change. He thought it was a good tool to use to discover what policies were good, better, and best. In other words, he wanted the public sector to look within to find solutions to their policy problems. Woldavsky was also known for his contributions to public budgeting methods, Um, He noted that public budgeting was a process that was more political than analytical or mathematical. Speaking of public budgeting, Alan Schick is another well-known voice in the public administration fields much of his work deals with methods of public sector budgeting and he has written countless books on various budgeting methods that do and do not work in a federal setting such as performance budgeting crisis budgeting and so on and so forth he suggests using budgetary reform and innovative methods in order to achieve better public sector budgeting standards and practices Uh, Schick is a really, really great lecturer, so if you have a chance to listen to him speak, I highly suggest that you do. In fact, back in 2007, while lecturing at Georgia State University, he stated, Budgeting is a restless process, where the government, people, and even interest groups involved are always dissatisfied with both the process and the outcome. To him, it's important for public budgeting to be an ongoing project that is constantly moving forward and improving. Let's move on to what James G. March contributed to the field of public administration. He was focused more on the organizational management and sociological aspect of behaviors in professional group settings, which makes sense because he was a sociology professor at Stanford. James March, along with other theorists, came up with the garbage can model for organizations. It's kind of a silly name, but to explain the method, it's sort of um, an organizational anarchy that illustrates a system for decision making where problems, solutions, and the other tools necessary to make a decision all meet in one giant arena that holds all the different possible choices. It's like a garbage can that everyone throws their junk into. And then from that idea garbage can, decisions are then produced. While this method is a bit more chaotic than one would hope for, March realized that it definitely applied well to organizations in the public sector. (laughs) The last person I want to talk about is Robert Bob Gooden. Bob Gooden's contribution to public policy and the field of political science was the philosophy of it all. Gooden's most famous book is Utilitarianism as a Public Philosophy. As the title suggests in his book, Bob theorizes that the best philosophy to be carried by public sector organizations and their officials is utilitarianism. For those that aren't familiar with the term, utilitarianism is the idea that a man, or in this case an organization, should act and make their decisions based on the outcome that will provide the most happiness or pleasure among the majority of society. So in other words, utilitarians want the most good for the most people. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. Woldavsky promoted policy analysis as a means of problem-solving and public policy innovation. Schick encourages political entities and organizations to re-examine outdated or inefficient budgeting methods. March wants the public sector to understand the sociological aspects of effective management methods. And last but certainly not least, Gooden cares deeply about the proper ethical practices of political organizations, and he just wants decent public sector philosophy. Okay, so why does this conversation even matter? Because to fully understand why certain public policies are even implemented, you have to first understand where they come from and where they are going the implications that these men have had on public policies and public administration and political science as a whole are profound. Like Aaron Waldavsky advocated for, public policy is best practiced through interdisciplinary studies. That's right, it's all connected. Philosophy and ethics influence all decisions, whether it's personal or political Ethics are what drives us to behave the way we do, so of course it's an important part of political science. And a person would be crazy not to think that economic resources and budgets are a massive driving force in political science. The government is literally using money that isn't theirs for the good of the public. So we should all be very concerned about the public budgeting and inefficient spending of taxpayer dollars. But how can anything productive even happen without effective organizational management? Right? It all makes sense, and policies should be reevaluated and analyzed periodically in order to correct goals and initiatives that might have steered from course. It's like uh, athletes that review tapes of past games to find improvement for their skills. Our government should try and do the same with its policies, whether they're successful or not in my opinion. Like I mentioned before, these men certainly aren't the only ones that have had something to say about the field of public policy or politics or public administration and they certainly will not be the last. But they do provide a solid foundation for future public administrators or even just us, the people, to build upon their ideas and make public policy as effective and far-reaching as possible in order to achieve the best for the masses, for us, the people. That is, after all, the end goal of any government organization to effectively care and serve the public. saying that political debate should never occur. What I'm saying is that sometimes it's an inappropriate topic for an occasion. So if you can, try to move past it smoothly. When politics come up in a conversation, you can bypass the possibility of nasty heated arguments that can occur by turning the topic on its head. Instead of discussing specific public policies or political leaders, why not try to move the conversation toward theoretical insights next time? Ask the person you're talking to if they've ever heard of James March or Bob Gooden. If they have, then you have a wonderful conversational opportunity. If they haven't, you have a wonderful teaching opportunity. Whether you're stuck at a company function talking to that accountant you barely know, or are meeting your significant other's extended family for the first time, I hope you've learned enough to keep your next intellectual conversation a little more stimulating. Hopefully you'll give this podcast another listen in the future for more ideas of topics to discuss whenever pop culture just won't cut it. I'm Molly Ivan, and you're listening to, Help, I'm Going to a Dinner Party! Thank you.